you got your Bibles, I want you to turn with me to the book of Acts chapter 10. We're going to start off in the book of Acts this morning, chapter 10. We're also on the YouVersion Bible app. You got your iPhones, your iPads, whatever. If you go to the YouVersion Bible app, I don't know if you, you know, if y'all have that, put it, you know, go down to more, hit more, and then events and Restoration Church will come up. You can follow us on there as well. Um, but Acts chapter 10. Say amen when you get there. If you don't know where it is, go to the table of contents. You know the most important page in your Bible is the table of contents? Y'all know that? You might not know where you're going in that thing. Just go to the table of contents. You Right? It's the most important page in your Bible. Okay, Acts chapter 10. We're going to start reading right here in verse 10. It says, then he became very hungry. Everybody say, I'm hungry. And wanted to eat. But while they made ready, he fell into a trance and saw heaven opened up and an object that looked like a great sheet bound at the four corners. Descending to him, it's coming down from heaven, descending to him to let down to earth. In it were all kinds of four-footed animals of the earth, wild beasts, creeping things, birds of the air, and a voice came to him. And if you're reading in your Bible, these are red letters. Amen? And a voice came to him and said, Rise, Peter, kill and eat. But Peter said, Not so, Lord, for I have never eaten anything common. Or unclean. And a voice spoke to him again in the second time. And he said, what God has cleansed. Everybody say, what God has cleansed. Okay, now the rest of you say, what God has cleansed. You must not call common. Everybody say, what God has cleansed. This is an amazing story. Peter has a vision here, and this is an amazing story, right? So he has a vision, and when he has this vision, it appears as a great sheet that is bound on the corners. We just read it, and it's coming down from heaven. And in, 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 inside this is all different kinds of animals, four-footed animals, uh, lobster and steak. Come on, where's my surf and turf people at? Huh? It says all kind of creepy things, and all the things that they weren't allowed to eat in those times was in this sheet. I'm losing my cord had all the beasts, all the four-footed beasts, right? And Jesus said, rise, Peter, kill and eat, all right? Peter was on the dietary law of the Jewish people. There were certain foods that they were not allowed to eat, amen? They couldn't eat anything with a, with a cloven hoof. They couldn't eat, you know, they, they don't eat pork. There was all kinds of different things and stuff that they could not eat under the, the dietary law of the Jewish people. Lobster and steak was in that sheet, Amen. And Jesus said, rise, Peter, go kill and eat. And he says, Lord, I can't eat something common. He says, I've never ate anything common. Right? So I've never ate anything common. And the voice says, what God has cleansed, don't you call it common. Listen, he said, what God has cleansed, don't you call it common. When God's done something, don't you make a little deal out of it. Amen? When God's done something, don't you make a little deal out of it. Don't you call something that God has cleansed common. Amen? Are y'all awake this morning? You better wake up. 
When God pronounces that which was unclean, when he pronounces it clean, don't you call that common. Amen? When God does something in your life, don't you call that common. It's not common when God cleanses something. Amen? Come on, y'all. Don't act like it's a common thing. Well, it's just no big deal. God did, well, it's just no big deal. Y'all, come on. I want us to look at this story. I don't know if y'all remember, if you remember this. Look at that right here. Look at verse 13, Acts 10, 13. A voice came to him, said, rise, Peter, kill and eat. Some years back, there was a, a fad that came through many churches, and somebody wrote a book called The Hallelujah Diet. Y'all remember that? Anybody? Somebody wrote a book called The Hallelujah Diet. Pastor Dustin told me not to tell this story because it wasn't funny. I tried to run this joke by him on the telephone, and he didn't like it. He said, Jamie, you need to work on that one. No, for real, this is a true story, guys. Listen, look it up. A book was written in the, I think in 96, I believe is what it was. Um, but, but it was basically a vegetarian. It was a, eating a lot of vegetables. It was a book called The Hallelujah Diet. It was, uh, you're just eating all these vegetables. And it was uh, the latest diet that's going through. You know those diets change all the time. The Atkins diet, the paleo diet, the Mediterranean diet. You know what I mean? There's always this new fad coming on. What this time, it was called the Hallelujah Diet. And basically what it was, was just a diet that you eat anything that you can peel. Like a banana. Amen? It was supposed to be biblically based. Look it up, I'm telling you. It's supposed to be biblically based and it's, it's all about, you just got to eat real healthy. You just eat anything that you can peel. It's called, it's called the Hallelujah Diet. And they said that there was this redneck that when he was at church and his pastor started talking, got up and started talking about how he wanted the whole church to go on the hallelujah diet. He's sitting there telling everybody, I want, I want the entire church to go on the hallelujah diet. And you can only eat what you can peel and you got to eat nothing but vegetables and stuff like that. And the redneck stood up and said, that's unbiblical. Jesus said, kill and eat. Amen. Where are my meat lovers at? Oh, where are my surf and turf people at? I'm sorry, honey. My daughter. Jesus said, kill and eat. She's been a vegetarian for like 10 years. I didn't think it was going to last that long, to be honest with y'all. I didn't know why I tell y'all this. Doesn't matter. He said, that's unbiblical. Jesus said, kill and eat. Kill it and eat it. Come on. He had a point. Simon Peter said, I have never eaten anything uncommon. Amen? I have never eaten anything common. And the voice said, don't you call what God has cleansed common. Don't you call it. What God was saying is, is what's happening here, Peter, he said, is I need you to go to Cornelius' house. So, so Peter ends up in Caesarea, and he is headed into Cornelius' house. Cornelius was a Gentile. Amen? He says, what I need you to do here, Peter, is you need to go into Cornelius' house. Read it. Read all of Acts chapter 10. And I know that Jews don't associate with Gentiles, is what God was saying. But I need you to go to Cornelius' house. I know you see them as unclean, but from this day forward, the gospel is going to be preached to all those people. This was when Peter was commissioned to preach the gospel to the Gentiles. Amen? He, said, he says, this is what's going to happen. He says, the gospel is going to be preached to these people. He said, if I call them clean, don't you call them unclean. Don't you call them common. Amen? That's what he said. He said, don't you call common the miracle of salvation that I'm going to do for the Gentiles. Because it's not common. Are you all awake this morning? Okay. 
What he was saying is this was a plan that you're a part of that I've been planning for over 4,000 years. Amen. He says, this is a part of your plan. He said, you're, you're part of this plan that I've been planning for 4,000 years. It was in place. This plan was in place when I substituted Seth for Abel after Cain killed him. Amen. This, this plan was in place when Noah come floating out of the wilderness on the boat. This plan was in place from day one. This is something I've been planning, and you're acting like it's something common. Whoo, come on, y'all. I've been waiting for this moment, God said, for when the gospel is going to break out and it's going to be preached to everybody in the world, and it's not just Jesus ministering to the Jewish people. He said, I've been waiting on this. Don't you call it common. What I've been doing, don't you call it common. People are going to be hearing this under the new covenant. It's not just Jesus preaching to the Jewish people anymore. It's for all men of all races, of all ages, of all backgrounds. It's a gospel of whosoever will. Come on, y'all. There is no racism in the gospel. Of, it is for all people of all ages, of all colors, of all nationalities. And I've been planning this. He said, I was planning this from the beginning. And don't you call it common. Amen? Y'all following me this morning? Okay. Whew. He said, I was planning it when Jesus showed up in physical body. I was planning this through the virgin birth from day one. God was saying, I was planning this. It was not just God for men, not God with men, but now it's God in men. Amen? Now it's God in men. And the death, the burial, the resurrection of Jesus Christ. He said, don't call this common. Don't call the precious blood of Jesus common. Don't call what he did on that cross common. He said, but I'm going to be preaching and sending you to the Gentiles and the Jews. Everybody's going to hear the gospel. Amen? Everybody's going to hear the gospel. Don't call this common. It's for everybody. And don't act like it's something common. Don't act like it's normal, like it's, well, it's just whatever run-of-the-mill, you know, something I'm going to do. Listen, you've lost the wonder when you call something common. You have lost the wonder when you call something common. Oh, it's just common. It's just, it's just what it is. Amen? Y'all following me this morning? Don't call this common. Don't ever get over the miracle of salvation. We need to be reminded as we sit here this morning, routinely, sometime robotically, amen? We just get up and go to church on Sunday. We're just doing what we're supposed to be doing. It's just a routine. It's, it's just robotic. There's nothing about this church that is common, amen? There's nothing about it. This is the result of the miraculous power of God doing what only God can do at Restoration Church. Don't you come in here and just call this common. This ain't common. Amen? There is nothing common about what's going on in here. This church is not common. Salvation is not common. Amen? You better wake up. I'm about to preach. The joy and the faith that we have is not common. This is not a common life that we're living. This is uncommon what God has done. Listen, right now you're living in an uncommon, extraordinary life. Do you know that? That you are here. That you're saved. Listen, you don't need to act like it's common. 
This is what God has done in your life. Amen. And when God's cleansed something, don't you dare call it common. How many of you in here has been cleansed? <laughs> the rest of you going to be when the service is over. You hear me? What God has cleansed, don't you call common. Don't you call it common. Can we give him a shout of praise this morning? Can we give him a little bit of uncommon praise this morning? You know the story of Noah and the ark? Do you know the biggest miracle of that story is not the ark? The biggest miracle of that story is not the boat, but the passengers that were on it. Do you hear me? The biggest miracle of that story is not the building of the boat, but the presence of the passengers. Somewhere in a deep, dark jungle, a lion, a male lion and a female lion are walking together in a jungle. And the male lion says to the female lion, we need to go over there. And she's like, what are you talking about? He's like, I don't know. I just feel a draw to go that way. I think of two monkeys swinging on the vines. And the male monkey looks at the female monkey and he says, I know we've never been over there to those trees before. But something is drawing me over there to those trees. You're being led to the ark. Why? We've never been over I don't know. Two giraffes looking out over the top. The male giraffe says to the female giraffe, we need to go that way. We need to go see what's going on. And I'm telling you right now, the miracle of all that story of the ark is not the, it's the presence of the passenger, guys. Listen to me. All those animals, including mosquitoes, yes, two of them, got on the boat. I don't know why he didn't close the door. I have no idea. But it was the presence of the passengers that was on there. Are y'all following me? It was the presence of the passengers. I'm telling you, how did all those animals get on that ark? How did they all get on the ark? Only one ark. Only one way out of the storm. God led those animals out of their natural habitat. And he says, I need you to go this way. That is not common. He led those animals out of their natural habitat. And he said, I need you to go this way. I'm leading you into a place where you're going to be safe. You're going to be rescued. You're going to be set free. And the same God that led them out is going to lead you out. Hallelujah. Lead you out of your bondage. Going to lead you out of your darkness. Going to lead you out of your sin. And that same God that led them out brought you to this place because there is nothing common about Restoration Church. Hallelujah. It's a miracle that you have been forgiven. It's a miracle that you are here today. Amen. I'm telling you, it's a miracle. And don't ever treat it as though it's just common. Amen. That you're sitting in church is a big deal. Hallelujah. It's a big deal. Don't let it be common. In other words, get saved and don't ever get over it. Get saved and don't ever get over it. Amen. Get saved and don't ever get over it. And I want to preach on that. I'm going to tell you right now, don't ever get over it. Touch your neighbor and say, don't ever get over it. Touch your neighbor on the other side and say, don't ever get over it. 
There's a lot of people who've gotten over it. Amen? There's a lot of people who've gotten over it. You shouldn't be able to sit in that seat today. Woo! Come on, y'all. I'm telling you. You should not be able to sit in that seat today and treat this as, oh, it's just another church service at Restoration Church. Are you serious? This is another church service. It's another. Come on, I didn't hear you. Say it again. Woo! Come on, y'all. My goodness, never get over the miracle of salvation. It's a miracle that you're here. It's a miracle you're in here this morning. Woo! I never get over the miracle of salvation. You know what? The miracle of divine direction. You know what? This is all God. I showed up here one Sunday morning thinking I was going to be preaching to about 50 people. I'm just telling you. But here we are. It's a miracle direction from God. Don't you call this common. You know when Noah, listen, when Noah dropped that gangplank on that boat, when he dropped that gangplank, he didn't say pick any boat out of many. No, he says this is your only option. If you want to get out of safety and you want to be spared, he says, you want to get out of this world safely? You better get on the boat. Can I tell you something? Tell you something? It's a miracle that you're here because there was a lot of animals in that jungle that didn't make it. It's a miracle that you're here because there's a lot of animals in that jungle that didn't make it. Amen? Woo! But you're here in church. You're in the body of Christ. You're saved. Hallelujah! You're going to heaven. And what God has cleansed, don't you call it common. Give him a shout of praise if you believe I'm preaching the truth. Give him a shout of praise if you believe I'm preaching the truth to you this morning. But see, our enthusiasm, our thanksgiving, our joy, our faith should never be common. Should never be common. I'm living a dream. I'm living a miracle. Don't you let God's greatness in your life and God's greatest blessings in your life just be common. Don't let his greatness just be common. Don't let the greatest blessings that God has for you just be common. It's a miracle some of you ain't dead. It's a miracle some of you ain't sober right now. Praise the Lord. Come on, y'all. It's a miracle some of you ain't strung out on drugs right now. It's a miracle you're married right now after all the enemy's been doing to destroy your marriage. It's a miracle. Don't you count it as common? It's a miracle y'all ain't in prison. Oh, Lord. You've been set free. And you're sitting here today. Don't call that common. Don't you ever, ever let anybody tell you that that's just common. It's not common. And I will not give him common praise. Amen? If you're living an uncommon life, you better get up and give God some uncommon praise and let him have all the glory right now. Come on. Amen. Oh, I'm telling you, it is a miracle that you're here. Woo, it's a miracle. Can I tell you, I'm blessed. It's a miracle. I'm healed. Don't lose the wonder of it. Amen? I can't. I got to move on. Calm down. 
Some of y'all sat here today and you had a child. And the doctor told you you wasn't never going to have kids. And if you're not careful, that miracle just becomes common. If you're not careful, you forget about the one who healed you. God just healed me from COVID a year and a half ago. I was gone. I was on a ventilator for 25 days. I took my last breath and God healed me. And if I'm not careful, it's just common. You just, just common, just, yeah, thanks God. Year goes by, two years goes by, three years goes by. You lose the wonder. Don't ever let it be common. Amen? You just let it. I, God gave us this church. Praise God. Come on, y'all. Come on, somebody. This is not common. Don't call it common. This is crazy. I'm preaching to hundreds of people. This is not normal. This is crazy. It's uncommon. Amen? Don't let it become common. Where are we going? Well, we're going to church today. We're just going to go to church today. Don't let it become common. This is crazy. Has God answered any prayers? Where y'all at? You better do better than that. Has God answered any prayers? Have you forgotten about it? Uh-huh. Don't call it common. Have you forgotten about it? Some of you are in business. But when God found you, you was broker than the Ten Commandments. You know what I'm talking about. You was broker than the Ten Commandments. You didn't have nothing, and God blessed you. Now you got people who work for you. Huh? You drive around your truck, your Benz, your Beamer, your G-Wagon, whatever it is. You, don't ever let that car or that truck become common. Don't ever let that job become common. Amen? Come on, y'all. That house you live in should never be common. Never. There was a time when you didn't even have three sets of clothes. Now you got so many clothes you don't even know what to wear. You open up the clothes, you don't even know what to wear. Amen? You should never look at your life as a common thing, ever. God has blessed you. God has blessed you. God has blessed you. Amen. Well, I need to calm down. Don't call it common. Look how good God is. Amen. Look how good God is. Just don't call it common. He's blessed you. You know, there's nothing... Like watching people who just got saved. Come on. I love it. I can always tell when I'm preaching to them. The ones who are about to get saved and they're like. <laughs> and it's just a normal message. You just say, well, there's power in the blood of Jesus. It's like, oh my God, did you hear that? He said there's power in the place. And then there's some of y'all who just. Just common. Just common. Come on, y'all. You know what I'm talking about. <laughs> because the people who genuinely just got born again, who just got filled with the Holy Spirit, they'll be like, it's not common. Amen. They're sitting down there, this, like, you can see them. You know who they are. But people who say, well, this is just common, you know, it's just a, it's another Sunday morning. It's going to go to church. It's going, you know what? But then there's other people. 
They say this is not, it's not, you just don't understand what he's done for me. You have no idea where he's brought me from. This ain't common. You don't understand where I was a year ago and how messed up and hopeless my life was. Amen. Come on, y'all. You know what he's done for me? He said, what I've cleansed, don't you call common. You have been cleansed and washed in the blood and don't look at it as common. Just, just going to church on Sunday. That's all. The continual key to making it to heaven all the way is to get saved and never get over it. The continual key to make it all the way to heaven is to get saved and never get over it. Never get over it. Don't get over it. Don't forget his first name. Look at Isaiah 9.6. Look at this. His first name is wonderful. His first name is wonderful. Counselor, mighty God, everlasting Father, Prince of Peace. But his first name is wonderful. Don't forget his first name because he's a wonderful God. Amen? And if you ever lose the wonder, you'll lose all the other stuff. And if you wonder where the wonder went, it went with the wonder. If you wonder where the wonder went, it went with the wonder. You need it one more time? Or was that good? Write that down, Cord. If you wonder where the wonder went, it went with the wonder. Don't forget his first name. Amen? His first name is wonderful. And if you want to get back to the glory of God, you got to get back the wonder. Amen? God said, I need me a peculiar people. I need me a curious people. I need me a people who's got the wonder. Amen? Come on, that was a good clap. Give me that little B golf clap like all seven of you for that arousing little thing. Yeah, yeah. Listen, he is a wonderful God. Amen? Don't lose his first name. My God, I love it. I love to see people who's just been on fire for God. We got people getting saved at Restoration Church every Sunday. They're just on fire for God. People that just got out of prison, I'm telling you, they're, they're wild-eyed and they're on fire for God and they're, they're reaching up and they're setting people free and, and they want to shout and praise God. And if you don't watch it, that just becomes... Don't get over it. Say, don't get over it. Romans 6.13 says, do not present your members, <coughs> excuse me, your body, your members as instruments of unrighteousness to sin, but present yourselves to God as being alive from the, present your body and your members as righteousness unto God, as though you were brought back from the dead. Amen. Watch this. Present your members and your body 
to God as signs of righteousness as though you have been brought back from the dead. Amen? I know most of y'all was dead out there. He said, I want you to worship God like you've been brought back from the dead. <laughs> Amen. I mean, what if you just croaked right now? And we ran back there and laid hands on you and prayed for you. 20 minutes later, you jump up and you've been brought back from the dead. I'll bet you, you would worship God then like you've been brought back from the dead, wouldn't you? Huh? We come back there and lay our hands on you and bring you back from the dead. You're going to be up in here praising God. And it ain't going to be common praise. Amen? First Timothy 5, 6, you were dead. Listen, you were so dead. Look at this. It says, but she who lives in pleasure is dead while she lives. You were so dead in your sin. You didn't know it. But while you, while you were partying, while you were living like hell, whoo, come on, y'all. While you're out there running crazy, living like hell, you were a dead man walking. You were a dead woman talking. I'm just telling you out there, partying, shaking it all night long. Woo. Huh? You was a dead man walking, dead woman talking, I'm telling you. But you were as dead as you can be. You were lost, and you were on your way to hell. But God said, when I save you, you give me the members of your body. Like you were brought back from the dead. You give me, you present it as signs of righteousness to me like you've been brought back from the dead. Come on. Thank you for that arousing response. You better present your bodies like you've been brought back from the dead. He said, I raised you from the dead. Don't you sit there and act like it's just some common thing. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Come on, y'all. Praise him until you forget about the people around you. How about that? Will you do that for me? Come on. Present your members as though you have been brought back from the dead. You were a dead man. You were a dead woman. Amen. Well, pastor, if you would calm down, your church would grow a whole lot more. Well, fooey on you. Guess what? You calm down, your church, your church would grow a whole lot more if you calm down. Well, fooey on you. Because the more I think about it, I want to shout it from the rooftops what God has done in my life. This is not common. I'm telling you, this is not common. Woo, come on. I'm telling you, this is not common. Fooey on you. Woo! I'm going to give him uncommon praise. They'll be out here in a minute. I'm almost done. I'm going to give him uncommon praise. Come on. We serve an uncommon God who has blessed us with an uncommon life. Amen. I don't care where you're at. I don't care what you're struggling with. Doesn't matter what you're going through. You are here. You are alive. And God has blessed you with an uncommon life. Amen. Tell somebody, tell somebody worship like you was raised from the dead. Tell them. Tell them. I ain't hearing you. Y'all tell them I'll keep moving.
Let me take it a step further. What if your children passed away? What if something happened and one of your kids got into the swimming pool? Amen. And, got, and you laid your hands on them in Jesus' name. Come on, y'all. And they, they came back. Would you get excited about that? Huh? Look around. Your children are sitting in church with you. You better get excited about it because they've been brought back from the dead. Amen. Praise him like he raised your whole family from the dead. Do that for me. Praise him like he raised your whole family from the dead. Golly. Get a hold of this, man. Somebody got healed of cancer 10 years ago. And now it's just a common thing. Just forget. Amen. Follow me. Been healed. Living your life. Everything's going good. Now it's just a common thing. It's just a common thing. Somebody went through heart surgery. Didn't even know when you was laying up in ICU if you was going to make it five years later. It's just a common thing. Amen. It's just a common thing. Can I tell you that he's done uncommon stuff in our life? Right? Stop coming and having Sunday as usual. Just another church service. It's a miracle. Miraculous direction is what brought you here. Amen. How did you ever even get here? It's a miracle. Woohoo! Some of you business people, you deal now with hundreds and hundreds of thousands of dollars, millions of dollars. You just deal with millions. And it's just common. Making million-dollar decisions. Yeah, buy that house, 250000 buy this, this. Just do this, do this. It's common. And if you don't watch it, you become like the ten lepers who went off. And only one of them turned back and gave him praise. He said, because... Oh, they, they're just living this common life. They're just doing this. And he said, but you healed me of leprosy. He's like, this is uncommon. Come back and give him praise. Don't ever let it be common. Sorry, I have spit all over you today, and I apologize. I am so sorry. This is not a common thing. Say it, don't spray it, Pastor. <laughs> Sorry. Hi, Polly. You need my rag. <laughs> just treat it as though it's common. It's just a common thing. Everything that we're doing is just a common thing. Come on, y'all. But one of them lepers said, This is not normal. This is not common. And he comes back. And gives praise where praise is due. Amen. Been raised from the dead. I got my family back. I don't ever want to get over this. Amen. I'm preaching to y'all this morning. Y'all get my drift. Y'all pick up what are y'all following me this morning? Does this make sense? Y'all get my drift? Like am I making sense? I hope so. I look at my life, guys, listen, this is stupid. This is uncommon. <laughs> I'm telling you, it's uncommon. This is crazy. Look what I get to do. I get to preach to Restoration Church. This is uncommon. Your life is the same. 
Amen? Nobody gave any hope for you. Nobody believed in you but God. And God said, let me raise them up. Come on, y'all. He said, let me raise them up. And the more you praise him for what he's done, the more he will release into your life. Hallelujah. The more you praise him for what he's done, the more he will release into your life an uncommon blessing. 